did you come where from? Where did you go? My apartment. Where did, where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> um, I came from Finney. Welcome back to another episode of While You Were Talking, the podcast where we take turns talking and listen and react to each other. Um, in the it. studio today are the usual suspects. You got me, Brian. And Aaron. And also me, Sabrina. Excellent. Wonderful. Glad to be here with the two of you. Thanks, Brian. On today's episode, I'm going to go first. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? Ladies first, Brian. We, we knew because Ladies we just first discussed Brian. it before <laughs> we started recording. <laughs> Ladies first, Brian. Brian. Um, my topic comes to us courtesy of a listener in Maryland. USA named Elise. And she's Is this a stranger listener? No, it's no. my sister. <laughs> oh, I got excited. But so cool. Thanks, Elise. I was pretending like it was a stranger. Oh, well. But, but it's my sister. But you brought her up again. Yeah. So this topic <laughs> she suggested mm-hmm. is feral child. Oh no. Is that like a nonprofit? A feral child. <laughs> feral children. Oh, no. This seems... Okay, go. A feral child is a human child oh. who has lived isolated from human oh, contact no. from a very sad. young... Is it? Yeah, because I've like heard about shit like this. Keep going. Sorry. And so has had little or no experience of human care, behavior, or human language. There are several confirmed cases and other speculative ones. They are sometimes the subjects of folklore and legends, typically portrayed as having been raised by animals. Oh, like raised by wolves? Oh, yeah. like Jungle Book. Exactly like Jungle Book. Can you think of any others? I don't know, but Mowgli uh, was pretty well adjusted, so I feel like it's not a good representation. I'm just yeah, well, he that. was raised by... Tarzan. Tarzan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I can't think of any more. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? But those are... Wait, oh, what is this list? It's... But those are just like cartoons. They're not like feral children are. I'm thinking like kids that get locked in closets by abusive parents. Yeah, that's not what we're going to talk about today. Oh, thinking okay. about we're not whimsical animals no. who raise children. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I went down like a weird true crime. Well, yeah, it's um path. classic Aaron brain path. That's part of this, but we're not going to talk about that. Okay, well maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I mean, we can say don't lock your children. And yeah, don't do closets. that. Don't That's be a bad. Dick. Don't Harry Potter. We fully don't support that. Some bad shit. Hundred percent, we are against that. Okay, well, that's all we can think about. This but Mowgli and Tarzan. We are for being raised by animals. Yeah, it looks that's dope. totally cool. They sing. Yeah, they sing Look great songs. Bear mysteries, those simple bear mysteries. Did you say mysteries? Because yeah. because of, of last time. Oh my gosh, oh, Aaron. Fuck. You've already forgotten. It's like you're not yeah. even here. <laughs> it's like you're thinking about something else. Are I you am. part of this podcast or not? I'm trying to rehearse my topic in my head. Are you? That's the point. I'm barely listening. Are you supposed to hear me talk <laughs> and then think about something related to what I'm yeah, saying, but not exactly a perfect response? And then you say that. Did we but say you're not supposed to think of something else completely unrelated. Well, that's hard to do in general with everything. I'm not very good at that. Wait, did we say Bear Mysteries last time, though? Yeah, we sang that song. I thought we did The Circle of Bears. We also did The Circle of Bears. There was a lot of singing. Oh, I don't remember. My bad. Okay. 
Keep the going. Bear Mysteries, we like, that was the one where we simultaneously started oh. singing it. It was really an incredible moment. I ruined it. And, well, yeah, you posthumously ruined it. Ruined. At the time. You could edit it out, though. You improved it. Now. Edit it out. This whole thing? Should be, yeah. No. <laughs> Keep going. Um, another example would be George of the Jungle. Oh, yeah. It's basically Tarzan, right? Um, Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah. It's just comic. Yeah. yeah. Tarzan. And also the myth of, or story, <gasps> or possibly not myth, depending on how long ago you lived, of Romulus and Remus, the founders of Rome, who were supposedly raised by a wolf. What about Encino, man? <laughs> He wasn't really raised by animals, but he's got that same vibe. What did, did you guys ever see that movie? No, see no man? I didn't. Fuck, it's funny. All right. Hmm. Well, there you go. Um, he's but... like a wild man. And he comes to a high school in Encino, California. It's funny. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll see it then. It's very good. All right. So I'm just going to run through this list of documented cases of feral children then for you. We're going to... Um, just cover some notable and interesting ones. So you've got Marina Chapman, who claimed to have lived with capuchin monkeys in the Colombian jungle from the age of five to nine, following a botched kidnapping. What? Yeah. Unusual for feral children. She went on to marry, have children, and live a largely normal life. I think she's written a book about it. So you can read that book if you want to read it. Cool. Wow. Yeah. I do. Imagine her at parties, like, it yeah. sounds like, did you ever, like, you know, when you're a kid, like, did your parents ever, like, take you to the grocery store and, like, let you sit in the cart? And she's like, no, I lived in the forest. Or with a bunch of monkeys. Dang old monkeys. as brothers. Yeah. That's dope. We got another one. This boy named Saturday, who was named after the day he was found. Okay. He... It's like Quasimodo. That's what happened to Quasimodo. He was named after the day he was found? Yeah. Quasi- it's like a Catholic holiday. Quasimodo Day? Oh. Yeah, it's French. Oh, yeah. I didn't know mm. that. I didn't know that. Cool. He's a bit like a feral child. Yes. He really is. He really is. Yeah, so this guy was found on a Saturday, and he had been living for a year with monkeys. And then apparently at eight, he was found when he was five, around age 17, he still could not talk and walked and jumped like a monkey. And he never ate cooked food and refused to share or play with other children. Same, though. <laughs> and I wasn't. <laughs> a mood. Mood. Uh, what was his name? Saturday. That's a cool name. Do you have a last name? Mifun or Mithiane. Mithiane. Methane. Yeah. Something like that. So that's raised by monkeys. Damn. There are a couple others. We got some raised by wolves. Yes. This person, Marcos Rodriguez Pantoja, lived for 12 years with wolves. What? In the mountains of southern Spain. He was discovered at age 19. Holy shit. The story was depicted in the 2010 Spanish-German film Entre Lobos. Damn, see. Among wolves. Yeah. Nice. Um, nice. See, that one is so bizarre. 12 is a really long time. Yeah, 12 years is a long time. And just by wolves because... Like when I think wolves, I think like predatory and they're going to eat us, not raise us. Because monkeys doesn't like surprise me that much because. Because we're the same. So we've got an upper hand kind of. We're samesies as monkeys. Yeah, we're exactly the same as monkeys. Exactly the same. It's super easy. (laughs) 
Um, that's actually the only like detailed example on this list of raised by wolves, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. But then there's a bunch of raised by dogs, but that's boring because dogs are everywhere. No, that's not boring. Did you guys read Julie of the Wolves? No. As kids? No, what's no. that? Young adult book about a girl who um, lives in like an Inuit community, I think. Mm-hmm. And then um, her community like makes her get married to this dude and she really didn't want to. So she like runs away and lives with some wolves instead. Whoa. They're going to say makes makes him get married to a wolf. No, she it's just didn't story. want. She didn't like the whole. That's good. Forced marriage thing, yeah. And it's a true story? I don't think so. Okay. Still cool, though. Still the same idea. Then there's Raised by Bears. What? You got the three Lithuanian bear boys, allegedly. But apparently, that's false. Oh, it was like debunked? There was only one boy found in the forest in spring of 1663 wow. and then brought to Poland's capital. 63? Is it because yeah. the bears ate the other two boys <laughs> and were full and we're like, let's keep this last one? Bears, boys, Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Bear boys. Bear boys. Um, got a couple raised by sheep. What? Yeah. <laughs> sheep are so dumb. <laughs> a 14-year-old boy, also known as the sheep boy, was found in the former Soviet Union living in a sheep flock. He was raised by sheep for eight years. He had no communication skills and could not use the toilet. Do you think that he called? I mean, who would be able to use the toilet if they had not known previously how for to real. use the toilet? I can oh. barely use a toilet. <laughs> and I've been using them for years. Do you think that he called the sheep dad? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> That's a good Ma. one. Mom. <laughs> dad (laughs) uh yeah no that's very funny yeah that's really good it's very good uh here is daniel the andy's goat boy oh jesus oh i think i've heard about goat boy lived in the wild for about eight years he was discovered in the mountains of peru and was raised by goats goats are cool he walked and ran on all fours with the mountain goats he drank goat's milk ate berries and roots whoa loving it he drank their milk so drank when they up. say, drank it up. Drank it up. is there any like deets? So when you say like raised by, is it, is it that most of these kids have like gotten lost or run away and then like, so they're just accepted into these like herds of animals and. That seems to be kind of the case. I'm not like. Yeah. Like it seems like there's probably a bunch more kids that get lost, but then they just like die of starvation or, or they something. Don't they don't find, like. Yeah. Or like they see groups of animals, but they don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. I haven't um, I haven't read too many details on any of yeah. the other ones. That's okay. It sounds it sounds complicated. But my favorite mm-hmm. is the ostrich boy. Oh yes, tell me more. It's a boy named Hadara uh-huh. who was lost by his parents in the Sahara Desert at the age of two and was adopted by ostriches. <laughs> at the age of twelve, he was rescued and taken back to society and his parents. Shit. What did he think about that? Apparently rescued by ostrich hunters. So I was Googling around and I couldn't actually find the story. Okay. But apparently it's in a book. He told the story to a Swedish author who wrote it, put it in a book. And it's a mix of, oh, his son told the story to this author. And the book is a mix of stories that the son told Mm -hmm. and some of the author's imagination. Damn. But I couldn't find like the details of that, which is possibly because that might have been published in Swedish and not translated into uh, English. I see, I see. So it's pretty far removed from 
the actual experience. Yeah. Could be. Apparently, the story is often told in West Sahara. It's like Big Fish. Into this. Oh, yeah. Big Fish. Great movie. I don't know what it is. Probably a book. You you don't know about Big Fish? I don't know about Big Fish. It's just like a guy who's like telling his son all these fantastical stories about his life. Mm. Mm -hmm. fish in it? I don't remember the fish part. I think I do, but I don't want to spoil it. But I think it's also a metaphor, right? Yeah. Like Big Fish and Little Pond thing? Mm. I think. It's been a while since I saw that movie. Correct me if I'm wrong. Listeners. Yeah. Please correct Erin if she's wrong on correct anything. Me. <laughs> and anything. Literally anything. Oh, God. Correct Erin, please. Do it. And then, yeah. So that's some. <laughs> cool, Brian. You have such great endings. Children's. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's I'm, really interesting. I'm great at concluding it. Yeah. I had no idea that the whole, like, were you raised by wolves is somewhat um, of a true. Well, fair it's question. Very special. I mean, you don't go asking people that, I think. I don't. But, you know, I've heard it before. It's an idiom. What, were you raised by wolves? And then what if you were like, yes. Yes, yes I was. And actually, actually I was. It's very and then they triggering. like attack you with and their that's claws. Why I'm, yeah. You that's, fucked up. That's what that's you get. That's why I'm pooping in the middle of your living room. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I don't know what a toilet is. I don't know what a dang old toilet is. There's um, there's an episode of Outlander when she like comes back from the past. And the thing that she's most struck by is how noisy everything is. Like all the cars and such. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think about that a lot. It is noisy. <laughs> so that's probably true for the feral people as well. Yeah. They come into contact with other humans and they're like, wow, noise and, and things happening all the time. People constantly talking all the time. Yeah. And like all these expectations, not just like go find something to eat today, but go get a job. Yeah. Yeah. No. Tell me about your weekend, yeah. et cetera. Ugh, what? Yeah. Wolves never ask about your weekend. No. They never have a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Yeah. I already forgot who's second. Um, it's you. Okay, cool. Cool topic, Brian. I liked that. Thanks. Real, Thanks, Elise, for suggesting. Oh yeah. It. Thanks, Elise. All right. So my if anyone topic, else has any favorite feral children, send them in. Oh yeah. Don't glad... send them in. <laughs> don't yeah, keep them. Send them to their parents. Or not, if they don't want to. I feel like you should get the choice. Just leave them alone. Leave them alone. All right, so my um topic in I feel like I'm very reclined. Can never get comfortable. All right. Um, no. what? Wait. Oh, sorry. Can I just? Yeah. Very quickly. There's a conspiracy theory that. Um, <laughs> that Aaron the, can never no, get comfortable. That the parents from Frozen are the they are. Um, oh, because they die, right? But they're the ones that build Tarzan. They go to oh, Africa yeah. and like are Tarzan's parents. What? Like the same universe? Because there's a uh, there's something. Yeah, I've heard this. What? They like look similar or something. Interesting. And like, you know, they just never come back to the Frozen Kingdom. I never Arendelle. saw Frozen. Did they? I thought they died. Were they supposed to die? It's unclear. They just never come back. That's fucked up. And so, yeah, the theory is like they left and they went and built this treehouse and then they got attacked by gorillas and whoa, left a baby there. Let it go. To be raised by wolves. <laughs> Damn. That's some heavy <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's a cool conspiracy theory. I'm going to Google that later. It's totes cool. Tits. All right, Erin. All right. In honor of Pride Month, yeah, I would like to tell you both and everyone out there about the San Francisco Dykes on Bikes Women's Motorcycle Contingent. Have you heard of this? No. D-O-B-M-C. 
Well, yeah. Or just D-O-B or... I want to say Dob so I don't have to keep saying dykes on bikes. S-F-D-O-B-E-M-C. I also was thinking about Bob Dabalina when I was... Yes. That's good. Damn. That made me really happy. All right. So, um, dykes on bikes. Or I'll just say Dob, maybe. Dabalina. Uh, um, is an organization committed to creating a local, national, and international community of women motorcyclists and friends of women motorcyclists. Uh, their mission is to support philanthropic endeavors in the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and women's communities and to reach out to empower a community of diverse women through rides, charity events, pride events, and education. So that is from their website, uh, dykesonbikes.org. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about them. Uh, they have... They're dykes and they have bikes. They're on bikes, a.k.a. motorcycles. Um so they uh, have chapters in the United States, Canada, Australia, and the UK. There's 22 chapters total. Um, Very English speaking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Um, and they were founded uh, in 1976, San Francisco. That was the first time their name, Dykes on Bikes, was coined as well says the connection between this is wikipedia by the way that's my source so not really a true source <laughs> but a bunch of sources um the connection between lesbians and motorcycles however existed before this official naming in 1976 oh. uh, motorcycles have regularly appeared in lesbian fiction and the term is sometimes used derogatorily against any woman who isn't riding with a man which i didn't know that what term uh dyke like if you are riding a motorcycle without a man you are called a dyke Oh. I know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I don't think that's where the term came from, but they just like that yeah. in the community. That's what they were called. So obviously it's kind of a controversial name for a group. And uh, they've been criticized for using the term dyke in their name. When registering their name as a trademark in the United States, the group faced a battle to demonstrate that the word dyke and related terms such as diesel dyke, bull dyke, and bull dagger have in fact been reappropriated as self referential terms of endearment and empowerment distinct from lesbian and indeed awards and even utilizing those names are now used by the LGBT community, which I like. They like really fought for the name to get it like patented or whatever. Is that the right word? Patented? Trademarked? Trademarked. Um, and normally the United States Patent and Trademark Office um, will not consider registration of a proposed trademark which contains a term that is disparaging to a group of people. So that's the issue that they ran into. But. But who's to say? Right. And, you know, because it was like the group of people it was supposed to be di disparaging. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the argument. Um, so on November 13th, 2006, so fairly recently, the Dykes and Bikes won the battle to trademark the name, having struggled since 2003 to persuade them that Dyke was not offensive to the lesbian community. In 2005, after a prolonged court battle involving testimony on the word's changing role in the community, the trademark trial and appeal board permitted the group to register its name. Then, get this, in 2007, after they were granted approval of the name, um, the group faced a new challenge from a male lawyer, Michael McDermott, which sounds like a total like movie villain, right? Male lawyers and their Ugh. name, Michael. Exactly, McDermott. Um, Mike. So he listen to this. He sues the group 
calling the name disparaging to men and, <laughs> and scandalous and immoral. Oh my God, men. And he stated, Am I right? right? Oh Jesus, the worst. He stated his opposition against any group associated with the annual Dyke March, which he dubbed the annual illegal San Francisco Dyke hate riot, in which he and all men are subject to criminal attacks and civil rights violations. Literally the whiniest dude ever. Oh my God. He claimed the word Dyke is associated with deep obsessive hatred of men and the male gender. And the court found that men had no grounds to be offended by the term. So he lost. Like, <laughs> like the little bitch that he is. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so that was a really nice, that was a nice outcome. Fuck you, Michael McDermott. Um, yeah, so Dykes on Bikes have been leading marches such as gay pride marches, gay games events, and protests since their creation in 1976. Are gay games like Olympic yeah. type games? Yes. Oh, I didn't fun. look too much into that. I should have, but yeah, it's like capitalized gay games. Cool. I know. I need to look more into that. Um, Dyke marches have become popular pride events nationwide, with the Dykes on Bikes often leading the marches. And it's funny, I read that the reason why, like, in 76 and, like, early on, um, Dykes on Bikes would, like, lead parades because motorcycles were often seen as just, like, un... Like, you couldn't count on them and they would just, like, break down. Or, like, I don't know. Oh. So they would just, like, let them go first, which is interesting. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we've come a long way in the terms of uh, motorcycle technology because they <laughs> seem okay now, right? They do seem okay. Yeah. They seem okay. Um. And doo-ba-doo-doo. Contingents of the DOB, which just reminds me of old dirty bastard for some also reason. Also date of birth. Not, or date of birth, yeah. It's not even old dirty bastard, but it reminds me of that. That's ODB. Anyways, uh, contingents of the DOB have led pride parades around the world from San Francisco to Melbourne. Am I saying that right? Sure. Melbourne. Melbourne. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the authority. You are. You are, Brian. Paris, London, Tokyo, Toronto, Vancouver, Sydney, Zurich. Zurich? Zurich. Uh, Tel Aviv and Greece. You're saying that Seattle? Right. Uh, it doesn't say Seattle, but no you know, Seattle? maybe. You know, uh, maybe. I mean, there are dikes here that have bikes, probably. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, so that's um, that's what I got about dikes on bikes. D-O-B- dirty old bastard. It's, <laughs> it's like the like the knockoff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, also the leader is dirty old best. Um, their name is Vic Germany, which is like the coolest wow. name fucking ever. Yeah. Vic Germany, yeah. Vic Germany, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So that's um, that is Dykes on Bikes. Happy Pride Month to everyone. Happy Pride Month. Woo. How did you come? How did you discover Dykes on Bikes? See, it's funny. I saw a headline about um one of the original founders passing away. And their name was, uh, let me find it, doop-a-doop, doop-a-doop, Sonny Wolf. And Sonny Wolf was to be the community grand marshal during the San Francisco Pride Parade in 2018. Unfortunately, Wolf passed away in April 2018. Sad. Um, See, but the headline I found this year, so I'm not sure why I stumbled upon it. It must have been. Just because it's Pride. Yeah, I must have been looking into, I wanted to do something Pride related. So I was just kind of Googling around, surfing the web. Googling around. Um, Googling around. But it's neat. Um, so her close friends will represent her in the 2018 parade by carrying the, well, did represent her in the 2018 parade by carrying the custom painted motorcycle tank from the bike she rode during the inaugural ride in 1976. Wow, Which cool. is pretty freaking cool. Nice. Yeah. So that was a good, good honoring moment for Dykes on Bikes. 
that motorcycle has fallen apart and is now just in pieces. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so they're just taking one of the pieces. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm imagining that um, Dr. Seuss book, I think. Go, dog, go. Is that Dr. Seuss? Uh, probably. Is it just similar? Mm, I don't think I like owned that one, but it sounds familiar. Go, dog, go. Maybe that's it's just no a, hop on pop. Maybe it's just a kid's book, but it could be go, dog, go. <laughs> I like and that. It would be all just dykes on bikes. Oh my God, that's really good, instead Brian. Instead of dogs and cars. Uh, go, dog, go is by P.D. P. D. Eastman. Yeah. Brian. Idiot. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bar... Right near, or there's a bar slash restaurant right near my work that yeah. um, is like motorcycle slash racing themed, and oh. it's owned by lesbians. So, <gasps> oh my gosh, really? Yeah. Oh, I want to go there. There's one in Burien too. Smarty pants. Neat. Cool. Yeah. Um, support uh, women-owned businesses. Woo! Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Just do. <laughs> Do it. Mm. Support them. Just do it. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to Nike. <laughs> shout out no. to a man-owned business. Yeah. Nike. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's your turn. Cool. Me, huh? It's my Thanks turn. Thanks for sharing, Aaron. Yeah. That's a very cool group. It is. Thank you. It's um, too bad we don't have them here. Yeah. We might. In this room. All of them. Yeah. Let's invite them in. All of them. Uh, so uh, my topic is... Uh, Local artist Fantasy A. Do you guys know about him? No. Fantasy A. Mm-hmm. No. Um, he is. Um, he was born in Seattle. Um, I'm. I'm going to read you his bio from SoundCloud. My name is Alexander Hubbard, known as Fantasy A. I was born in Seattle, Washington, on May 23, 1993. I'm a self-published author, a beat maker, a hip hop artist, and a manager at Fantasy A Studios in Seattle Center. I started making music in 2013. I want to share the music I recorded to everybody around the world and changing their feelings a bit. So, um, <laughs> just he, a bit. <laughs> he is this wonderful, positive human. And he, um, like it says, he started making songs in 2013. Um, he raps about all sorts of different things. Um, he started doing it as sort of like a therapy slash creative outlet. Like, he has he talks about like scammers and how they suck and he talks about like being careful when you're on the internet stuff like that <laughs> and he's autistic and he raps a lot about like being autistic like he has a song called please don't touch me i don't like being touched um and i just like love how he just like tells it like it is and he just like will rap about anything that is on his mind and he just like loves doing it and he just like puts it out himself and um, he has, like, all these collaborators um, that are also Seattle-based. Um, and then he has a motto, be inspired, be yourself, and be respectful, which is so awesome. So nice. he is known for putting up posters on, like, every pole in the Seattle area. Um, you have probably seen them. They're everywhere. They're by my home. They're by my work. Cool. Um, and he, like, he has a part-time job and then he basically like spends the rest of his time just going around putting up posters and making music. Um, He sounds very inspiring. He's so cool. He has an entire album that's about um, like, it's like St. Patrick's themed. (laughs) It's called uh, Fantasy Has Gone Irish Green. He's like, fuck Christmas albums. Yeah. And he he does have other songs about holidays, but Mm -hmm. he has like several songs about St. Patrick's. That's cool. Um, And he says he 
I mean, so the A in fantasy A stands for Alex, but he said he just, he liked it because it sounded magic. I agree. It does sound magic. Um, and he's just like this cool guy and he makes music videos too. Oh, cool. So I was thinking about him. Damn, it was really he does nice. everything. Yeah. He was, it was really nice today and I was thinking about, he has a song called Summer in Seattle mm-hmm. and it's like at the beach. <gasps> Cute. Um, so like Golden should, Gardens or something? Yeah. So you guys should check that out. I will. He's on Spotify. He's on iTunes. He's everywhere. And... There are a lot of articles about him, like Seattle Times and The Stranger and different local publications. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he struggles with housing just because he is low income and he's actually living in Skyway as of whenever this article was published, which was last November. But he's always just like really down to help his friends, like his friends ask him for advice on how to become a rapper and how to make beats and all that stuff. And he just like wants to help. Oh, that's so nice. Just make music and... What a pure human. He's so pure and he's generous so great. human. I can't wait to listen. I know. I have seen his flyers. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. I found a stranger article that has a picture of one. Right. Yeah. And you like recognized it. Yeah. yeah. They're all like kind of in the same format. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah he's like look. young and he's like got a lot of enthusiasm and I hope that he makes it far. Me too. Shout out to him. Fantasy A. Everyone go listen. Is he on um, Spotify? Yeah, he's on Spotify. I don't think, and he's yeah. A lot of his stuff is on Spotify. This I couldn't find the summer in Seattle one mm-hmm. on Spotify, but there's a YouTube music video for it. And um, on SoundCloud, he has like full albums on one track, so that's kind of a tough way to listen. But oh, he's okay. there too. Like you know, it's like a 50 minute track right. with like several songs on it. Interesting. I'm going to find him on Spotify and follow him, and I encourage everyone to listen. Give him some what is it? Some listen numbers or whatever, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Yep. Local celeb. I found um, in this Stranger article, there's a really great quote from him. Mm-hmm. He says, if they think my music is terrible, he said, of potential listeners who don't find his work sophisticated enough, it's best that I'll ignore them as they're not into my stuff. What keeps me going is supporting my family and friends, writing more novels and music. Yeah. Love it. Like, I just love, it's like one of the best expressions of like how music is a great part of society just like oh yeah i like doing it and i like putting it out there mm-hmm. and i like it when people like it and it's like therapeutic and too. so i'm just gonna keep doing it yeah hell yeah hell yeah keep, keep on keep, keep oh on. We're, what <laughs> <laughs> we both just did that i was gonna say keep, keep on, on keep on, on. <gasps> fantasy eh? Fantasy. we love you we love you and, and we, we will always support you, you. the cat <laughs> <laughs> there is an article that I saw recently, I posted about it on my Instagram about um, they did a study that said that people who are more intelligent prefer instrumental music. And it's just like such a garbage <laughs> article yeah, a- that it's just trying to like divide yeah. people by like social class, basically. Yeah. Oh. So please ignore that article if you see it and listen to whatever music you want to yeah. listen to because word like why bother living otherwise? For real. So yeah. <laughs> yes dark but yes i really enjoy <laughs> instrumental music though me too by the way yeah i like all kinds of music yeah but i also including like, yeah, but I, also I enjoy love instrumental lyrics. music more than you do oh well you must be smarter and therefore better yep. yeah way more better way better way more better so more better cool exactly guess i'll leave now <laughs> yeah get out cool topic though sabrina i like i'm excited to listen to a new artist Woo-woo. support a local yeah. artist yep loving it he has merch and stuff so if you're into him uh, well, like he, I, I went on his Facebook page and he was like today doing some kind of outdoor 
it looked like it it kind of looked like i don't know what it was it was some sort of outdoor fair where he had a tent set up with t-shirts and cupcakes and stuff um but look him up maybe Neat. you can go find him and buy a shirt or something yeah fuck yeah okay neato nifty neat oh that's gonna be my name <laughs> neat oh fantasy a neat oh yep neato and we're gonna start a band together magneto nope nope tried <laughs> <laughs> it was fine it was okay <laughs> it wasn't your name doesn't start with o but i'll allow it anyway all right all right that concludes one I... more all right and we have conjured matthew mcconaughey alas, alas. Damn it. aaron let us down just poofs up and in, in the middle of three of us and in all of his shirtless glory <laughs> love him talented man mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i was just i was just thinking of what if he showed up wearing a shirt but no pants oh yes or <laughs> completely bare with socks <laughs> i wish the, i was pantsless wonder <laughs> well yeah thank you for listening um we've been while you were talking the podcast and if you would like to get in touch with us, send us an email at while you were talking pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at while you were talking pod. You can follow us on Twitter at WYWT pod. You can voice message us um, via the anchor app or anchor.fm slash while you were talking pod slash message. And you going to put a link. The link will be there, yeah. So in the episode show notes or whatever, there'll be a link. And thank you to Rob Henson who made our theme music. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I felt like I had to say it because you guys said it. That was. But I was trying to. I was trying to prompt it. you. But I did mean it. So. Aaron didn't mean it, but I said it in a weird tone. But I meant it. I just <laughs> thanks. And thanks, I guess. No, thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Oh, classic. Yeah, and fuck. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) So annoying. Are we ready to start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to... I didn't mean to sigh, so... While you were talking. Hey. I am Brian. I'm Aaron. I'm Sabrina. And we are here to do some talking and some listening. This is the podcast where we do that. One of us talks. What was that? Was that Will? <laughs> Did Will just moan? He's watching soccer. Oh, so yes. <laughs> Maybe the sounders scored. <laughs> it was a weird sound. It was like a whale. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to edit this whole bit out. Okay. Or not. <laughs>